Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we're committed to resourcing people in worshiping God and serving others meaningfully for community transformation. Here is the week's teaching. Amen. How are you? Come on, how are you? Are you excited? No, you don't sound it. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, you look good this morning. Maybe a compliment will help. Okay, that neighbor didn't believe you. Look at the other one. Say, neighbor, I said you look good. <laughs> Amen. It's good. Thank you, Pastor Moses, Sarah. So good to be here. Um, I also uh, I want to bring you greetings from my wife, my first and last wife. Ingrid Sempe, and all our five chocolates, we call them the chocolates, because I'm very black, as you can see, she's very white, and we make chocolates, five of them, you know, Adam, Abby, Caleb, Judah, Elijah, and also Mama Yanzala is here today, my mama, Chala Sempe, Wadevara. My three sisters are here, Susan, Sylvia, Samali, you guys stand up. My brother-in-law, Ronnie, is here too, Ronnie. My favorite nephew, give it up for Ruben. Ruben. And then Sheena and Hannah are here as well. Oh, my brother, Duncan, is here as well. <laughs> So I brought my tribe, my family, they're here. And uh, of course, our team, uh, Stephen and Sammy and our head of operations, Lisa Romsberg is here as well. So are you guys excited? Yeah. We're in church. This is God's house. And when God's going to speak, how many know when God's going to speak, um, you don't, when God speaks to humans, we, we're not saying, we don't say, yeah, good, I like that. Wonderful. Yay. Usually when God speaks to humans, we go like, ow, ugh, really? Because we don't, we're not supposed to like what God says. We receive what God says. Amen? So everybody stand up on your feet. We're going to receive our meal because God's got a meal for us. Amen? Are you ready? Are you hungry? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am hungry. Okay, even if, even if you're not, just say, did you do this? mm mm, -mm. I'm hungry. All right. And now let's pray. Father, thank you for the meal before us. I pray that you help us not choke on it. <laughs> help us not gag on it. Help us not resist it. But help us take it in and nourish it. Let's be changed and transformed. Thank you, Lord, that we won't leave here the same way we came. We pray that you would impact us. Because today... To cause an impact on how we'll see you, how we receive from you for the rest of the days of our lives. This we pray in Jesus' matchless, majestic, glorious name. And everybody shout. Amen. Come on, everybody shout. Amen. All right, have your seats. I'll talk to you for a minute, for a few minutes, sorry, um, concerning the subject, God is good. Everybody say, God is good. Come on, say, God is good. Let's, let's do it Nigerian way. Say, God is good. Uh -huh. He's good. 
God is good. A story of Paul and Silas. And when I read these Bible stories, I don't read them like linearly. Like, eh, I enter the story. I imagine being in the story. I'm colorful with the story. I imagine sounds and smells. So the story comes alive. So can we do that today? If you heard the story of Paul and Silas in jail. We're going we're gonna to unpack it in a different way. So Paul and Silas, they're in this little village. They've been preaching God's been moving. They're so excited. People are getting saved. The Gentiles are getting saved. So they're so thrilled. God is protecting them. He's opening doors and he's closing doors. And they're so like on a roll. God is moving. Everything is amazing. For three days, this little girl is following them. And she's, she's going, these are servants of the Lord. Hear them out. These are servants of the Lord. Preaching the way of salvation. The girl is, she's, so she's, she's telling a truth. So Paul is like, okay, we'll leave him. We'll leave her be. But she's demonized. These are demons speaking through her that these are servants of the Lord. So the demons are telling a truth. So Paul is like, okay, I'll, I'll chill. These are servants of the Lord. Yeah. Finally, he's irritated. He turns around and he says, you leave in Jesus' name. Be free. When she does that, he does that. The girl is free. The demons leave. But then also this ability to kula kula, you know, because the girl was a demonized girl, it also leaves. The parents of the girl were using her to make money. They would put her there and she said, tell them secrets. Hey, hey, we, hey basket. You know, they were make, make, making money. So, when the ability leaves, the demons leave, the ability to tell little secrets leaves. So there's a problem. They're really mad. So they make up charges against Paul and Silas to the authorities. The charges are, these Jews exceedingly trouble our city. Acts 16, 16, 20. These Jews exceedingly trouble our city, teaching unlawful customs for us Romans. Basically, they're seditious this is their anti-government anti so the magistrates are, are they're just like oh they arrest them they hear the story they hear the charges the crowd turns on them and they're guilty as charged you are guilty you too of sedition bible says they are arrested and they're beaten with rods. Everybody say rods. Say rods. Okay, rods. Okay, rods. <laughs> Americans is like rods. <laughs> rods. And these rods, um, they would take your feet and they would beat you. I had a picture of rods. They're right there. Boom. Sometimes they hit you so hard. In fact, they would hit you so hard. You couldn't walk for days. Sometimes months. So Paul and Silas, they're beaten with rods. And the Bible says... They are then, Bible says, the next verse, verse 23, and they laid many stripes on them. Everybody says stripes. So they, were, they, they can barely, they're taken like this, and they put against a wall, and that is a Roman scourge. Stripes. Stripes, leather strap, as you see. At the end of the stripes, those cords, the leather thongs, they had on them bone and metal. So with every strike... When they pulled back, it pulled flesh from your back. So, 
the Jews had a limit how many stripes you gave to a prisoner. The Romans didn't. The Jews were 39. 39, that's all. The Romans, you could get 50. So Paul and Silas, they're beaten. In fact, Paul writes about that later on in the book of Corinthians. We were, he, said, he says, many stripes were laid upon us. Which means by the time they're done with them, you could see bone on their back. They were shredded. So they couldn't walk. They could barely stand. In fact, many men died while getting stripes. They are dragged, the Bible says, they dragged them into inner prison and inner prison. So, not just regular prison. They took them to maximum, one translation says, maximum security inner jail. And then they did another thing. The Bible says they put their feet in stocks. I got a picture of stocks. Those are stocks. Everybody says stocks. Stocks are those wooden beams. You are lying down on your back, which, of course, by the time, can you imagine your back is all flesh? And they put your feet in there. Sometimes the, 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 the stocks were small. They would constrict your feet so you'd lose blood. And, and sometimes you couldn't walk ever again. They put them there. In fact, when I was researching this, Moses, um, there's only two people in history, two groups in history that used stocks. And the Romans and the Baganda. The Baganda kings used stocks. So I was like, ooh, the Ganda. Oh, I'm a Moganda. Ooh, oh. It was really cool to, to read. So stocks, maximum. Okay, here. And then one more thing. One more thing. Everybody say one more thing. They put a jailer by them. Jailer looks like that. Right there. Jailer. That's a jailer. You see that guy right there? So, Paul and Silas can barely walk, because rods, barely sit or lay down because of all the stripes. They barely move because feet are in stalks. And then, jailer. How many think that that's kind of like overkill? Too much. Why would they do this? Perhaps the Romans had heard. Peter. Peter was put in jail. And at night an angel come and broke him out. Sometimes, one of another time, there was, there was an issue... They were, they were imprisoned, and all the prison doors were open. I bet you there was rumors in the Roman kingdom, eh, those of Arokore, don't you think just because they're in jail, you can get them. They may be broken out. That's why the intensity of security. Two men who are helpless, beaten, no hope, Yet, the Bible says then, nine o'clock is the longest day for Paul and Silas. Ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night. Now all the soldiers, all the, all the, everybody's, everybody's snoring. You know, the soldier, the jailer is also sleeping. And at midnight, 
the Bible says in, in verse 25, Paul and Silas prayed. Everybody say prayed. Come on, they say prayed. Say prayed. Now, how many know that's kind of a little a difficult thing to do? Because if you just read that, Paul and Silas prayed. You're like, yeah, they prayed. You, no, I want us to think about this. In the morning, I guarantee you, Paul and Silas prayed this prayer. Lord, thank you for protecting us. Thank you that today, because we are your servants, you're going to shield us. You're going to put a hedge of protection on us. Angels by our side, you will help us preach your gospel today. You want to say, how, how many know that they prayed that prayer? Because God was protecting them. They were serving God. But how many know God did not answer that prayer? So they have to talk to God again. After God hasn't answered their prayers. You work for a company. A memo comes in. Oh, we are downsizing and we are removing your department. And you're like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Cool. Moving the department, I am cool because I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. So, you hear, on Monday morning, we will publish the names of people that we have to let go. It will be on the notice board. So you come to church. Thank you, Jesus. I am so glad that I am safe because, Lord, you gave me this job. You are amazing. I'm a child of God. I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I'm okay. Hallelujah. Jesus protects me. Me, I'll have my job. Everybody's going to be fired. I'm going to be okay. Hallelujah. I'm good because I'm a Christian. So, on Monday, you're kind of thinking, oh, okay, it's Monday, but I'm a Christian. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So, your friend is looking at you funny you think, because he's looked at the notice board. And you're thinking, what? Why is he looking at me? Uh, it's okay. It's okay. But by noon, you're kind of thinking, I think... Uh, uh, I'm a child of God, but I think I'm going to go look at the notice board, just, just, just in case, to confirm my miracle. So you go, look at the notice board. You go, you go like this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, in the name of Your name is top on the list. You are being fired. You're the first one. And you go, huh? No, there's a mistake. In Jesus' name, cancel. Devil, you go. Devil, baby. You go to the boss. Boss, I think there's a mistake over there because I'm not supposed to be because I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I'm valuable. I, you, you need me because I bring blessings to the company because I'm here. You know, he says, no, 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 you're fired. How many know the prayer that night is kind of awkward? Uh, you, go to, you go to the prayer, you go to your room and you're fired. You, you have your little, everything from your office, your your world just crashed, and now you have to pray. Um, Jesus, uh, what happened here? See, because you and I, I thought we had a thing, you know. We, had, we were secure. I'm a giver. You remember how I give? I, I, I'm a tither. The devourer cannot come to me, right? Because um, And God's usually, I mean, no, sometimes it's, he's quiet. God, say something. How many know that's a tough prayer? How many have been there? One, two, three. Okay, we're in church. Come on. One, two, three. How many have been here? Ah, you see? Now, Paul and Silas did something else. Bible says, and then they sang praises to 
God. They went with their frail little voices. They sang. Oh, God is good. Oh, God is good. God is so good. He's so good to me. They sang praises to God. Praise is only ascribed for accomplishments. You don't praise for something that hasn't been done. They praised God. Yeah, Molundi. Yeah, Molundi. Yemulunji katunda wange. Yemulunji. Yemul in, in stocks, the stocks, the chains are probably going kidding, kidding. Because they're, they're imprisoned. Maybe they're trying to sing kind of quietly so they don't wake the guy up there. Yemulunji. Yemulunji with, with tears rolling, dried tears, smell. I'll tell you, there was no toilets in there. A Roman jail is not a place where you say, ah, excuse me, I need to go number one. Can you take me? No, no. You did everything right there. It's a long day. Filthy jail cell. In the midst of filthy jail cell, they sang. Yamulunji. Yamulunji. Yemulunji katunda wange. Yemulunji. Yemulunji. Yemulunji katunda wange. Now, can you imagine if the walls could speak? The vibrations. If the walls could speak. Walls, walls are saying, hey, hey, what's that frequency? Because we know that music, a singing, has different frequency than ah. The walls are used to ah. All of a sudden, there's yamalunji. Yeah, the walls are thinking as ah. Uh, uh, what's that? That's singing? No. That's just crying? No, it's not. It's singing different vibrations. What is wrong today? There's singing in here. Now, can you imagine the fellow hardened criminals? Mm. Mm. They're waking us up. They're crying. No, 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 they're not crying. They're singing. What? No, they're crying. They're crying. They're singing. They're, they're crying. That is how Jews cry. They cry into the key. They're crying. No, 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 no. There's, there's, you're singing? This, now, and the questions. First of all, what kind of men sing here? Here, people curse God. They don't praise God. They curse God. Why? Who are these men who sing when they should cry? Ooh. Another question. Uh... Are they singing God is good? Obviously, he's not good. Because if he was good, why are they doing? Why are they here? Number two, right? If their God is good, why are they here with us? 
And number three. <laughs> How come they're singing to a God who has obviously left them? They must be peculiar. Everybody say peculiar. Come on, say peculiar. We are peculiar. Christians are peculiar. We are not like them. Because we have got trust in a God who transcends our craziness. You get a bad report from a doctor. Um, okay, you have got about six months to live and... Things, I want you to go and put your affairs in order because you're going to die in six months. And so you say, oh, thank you, doctor. And you walk away, you go, hmm, yeah, yeah. Doctor is like, what? Come back here. I think you're, you're traumatized. I think is this, you need therapy, right? Because you should be crumbling and crying and rolling on the floor and just cussing God and whatever. What are you doing singing? And you say, doctor, I don't know. All I know is in him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. Thank you. You're doing your job. Thank you, doctor. But you don't tell me what's going to become of me. I have a God who's amazing. Yeah, you read this report. Um, it looks like the business in industry is going to have a downturn and the economic forecast is not good. Uh, you're going to be phased out. And you're thinking, whoa, thank you, Mr. Economist. Praise the Lord. Your accountant is saying, uh, did you hear that? You should sell and liquidate. And you're saying, no, 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 I'm good. Because I have a God who's big, who's bigger than any news. I am a child of God. I am peculiar. Say, I'm peculiar. Come on, say, say I'm peculiar. In America, they use this word weird. Say, I am weird. I'm strange. We don't cry when we should cry. Sometimes we laugh. We don't lose hope just because it's dark. No. We love God. In spite of our stuff. Titus 2, 2 14, we're purify unto purify unto himself a peculiar people. Hey, somebody say, I am peculiar. Come on, say it again. I am peculiar. One more time. I am peculiar. First Peter 2 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Hallelujah. See, anyone can sing. At noon. But can you sing at midnight? You can sing when, yeah, everything is good. Hallelujah. My job is amazing. Everything is good. I have money. My health, I feel like a 20-year-old. I'm strong. Praise, praise God. Uh, uh, my marriage is fantastic. My wife, woo, she throws grapes down my throat. She's a, oh, my, 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 my husband, oh, he gets up and runs a bath for me and opens shower. And he, she, she, he does all the dishes, you know, because that's a big thing for for you know, it's like my special husband who does all your dishes. Make you, honey, just stay in bed. So your kids are acting like little angels. How many know you can just like, hey, 
God is good. You're going to be seated in the first row. If that's your life. But can you come and sit in the first row and praise him when, 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 when? Your kids on drugs. Your firstborn that you gave to Jesus is out there shooting cocaine. Can you say God is good when your husband has strange perfume on him? And it's been the third time you've smelled that perfume. And that's not your perfume. And you know he's, he's, you can't find him. You text him and it takes hours to respond. You're, you're afraid because clouds are dark. Can you say God is good even still? Is God good because you're having fun? Or is God good in spite of it all? I remember going to church. Sometimes we, there's my mom, and sometimes we didn't have food, you know, like there was little, you had your Monday and all that in the morning, and then that's all you had, you know. So you go to, you go, you walk to church, and you go to church, and thousands of people, and that's why I like the Emulunji, because that's the song that I was like, man, that song. Because mm. mm. we would sing it, we would sing it for a long time. See, we didn't have these big screens. You know, where you can teach 6,000 people all these songs with all these verses. You know, I've been to Australia and I've told some of these guys who, who wrote, you know, Hillsong, you know, you know, hey, you guys write songs that are too wordy. Your songs have got too many words. You know, sometimes I like, sometimes I like, I like song, I like verse number three, line two. And sometimes I come up, you know, they introduce me and I come up, big, big church and I say, can we just do this song again? But I really like verse 3, line 2. So I say, come on, do verse 3. And they do it. But they have to do the whole thing, like eight verses. I'm like, I just want verse 3, line 2. Because verse 3, line 2, that's the line that's speaking to me right now. And I tell them, in Africa, we don't do that. We sing two lines for 20 minutes. <laughs> Sometimes when I bring these Americans, they're like, man, Dennis, man, that's... That's cool, worship man, but we're singing the same song, same lines. So like 20 minutes, man, that's, that's long. I'm like, yeah, you, you better sing it. You sing it 20 minutes. Do you know why? You sing 20 minutes because you, then you forget about the technicality. You forget about the melody. You, you, you enter the lyric and you sit in the lyric that God is Good. So I remember we would go, we would go to, you know, redeemed church at the time. Yeah, yeah, Molunji. Yeah, Molunji. Yeah, Molunji. Katonda. And my, you know, we were singing, but my belly is saying, uh-uh, he's not. And I'm like, no, yeah, Molunji. Hey, the more, the more my belly sat, because we sang with song like 20 minutes. Like, hey, yeah, Molunji. Yeah, Molunji. Hey, yeah, Molunji. And you sing the same thing, same thing. But you know what? The more you sing it, the more your spirit is like, you know what? He's good. Maybe I don't have food. Maybe I don't know where daddy is. Maybe, maybe I don't, maybe I can't pay my bills right now. But you know what? He's good. Oh. God is good. Oh. God is good. God is good even if 
I didn't see his goodness. God is good, even if he was not good to me, but he was good to my neighbor. Oh, do you remember the testimonies? We used to have testimony time. After like singing for two hours, now let's have testimonies. So the brother would come. Oh, praise God. I thank God because I didn't have anything to eat and he gave it to me. Hey, and then we'd all break out in the song. Hey, God is good. Hey, hey, every, and that's why we had five-hour services. Because after every testimony, there's like, hey, God is good. Hey, hey, hey. So you are, but this is so good. I tell Americans sometimes, sometimes I, I do these big conferences and I say, we're just going to tell stories. And I am not speaking you're going to tell your story. What has God done for you? They're like, huh? We don't do that here. I said, that's the problem. You don't do it here because you're, you're, the preacher has to always, eh, you don't, you, you, are, you have this faith which is based on the preacher telling you how God is, good God is. You don't know that God is working amongst you. So for us, in Redeemed Church, in Miracle Center, we would just sometimes for an hour you are immersed in this fact that even if God didn't do anything for me, he did something for Sammy. And, oh, and then it makes this worse. You are then forced to do a little dance for Sammy's miracle. Eh, 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 eh. You do, you're, you're like, man, Jesus, I think you missed my address. <laughs> that was my, because sometimes you, 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 sometimes you feel like, hey, God, that was my prayer. You, you, my miracle it should have come. It went to the wrong house. Sometimes it feels like it. And you're like, but you're forced to like, you know what? I don't have anything to eat, but he has done something to eat. It forces you to realize that God is good, even if he wasn't good to you today. Amen? Come on, amen? Come on, come on, amen? So everybody say, God is good. Come on, God is good. Say this, even if I didn't feel him, even if I didn't see him today, even if I don't see him today, God is good. Come on, amen. Okay. For the last seven months or so, we've been going to some of the largest churches around and I've been asking the question, how many here have all your bills are paid? You have more money than you need. Um... You have got health. My goodness, you don't even get a headache. Your tummy, nothing's. You're, you're, you're just perfect. God has answered every single prayer, and you, your job is secure. You're getting promotions. Your business is multiplying. You've got, you're, you're just, you're just happy everywhere. And you know what? Not one hand, because. You may have a good job. Things are good at work. But, oh, man, you have a little tumor thing going. Maybe you don't, maybe your health is good and, and your job is good. But your mother-in-law hates you. Something is crazy in some area of your life. How many know that? Okay, let me ask the question. Are you ready? How many people have something that's crazy in some area of your life. One, two, three, put it up. Put them up. Do you see that? Look at that. Do you see that? Actually, look, look around. Just so, because sometimes the devil likes to tell you, you're by yourself, you're suffering, you're going to... No, no, no. I want you to look at the whole church has issues. One, two, three. Put up your hand. And now look around. Do you see 
Even pastor, even pastor and his family. <laughs> pastor Moses is not special. Those pastors, we. Oh, me too. I forgot. I forgot. One, two, three. Put your hands up. Give me a chance. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Because if this is right, that's not right. This is right. So the Christian, are you ready for this? The Christian learns to hear the music to a song that hasn't been played yet. You, you're like, you're dancing. And they're telling you, why are you dancing? And you say, shh, it's coming. And they're like, what? You look, you look stupid. You look ridiculous. You say, shh, wait. Because what? Because you know what? You hear the rhythm to a song that hadn't been played yet. That's a hallmark of a believer. Do you know, if you don't do that, you're always going to be seesawing. God is good. Today he's not. I don't think he's good. Today he's good because I have it. No, 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 no. God's good all the time. Come on, say it again. God's good. God is good. Okay, let's go to the end. Again, God is good. Come on, say God is good. All the time. Someone that comes to me, you're perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect. Sing everybody. You're perfect in all of your ways. You do us. You are perfect in all of your ways. Sing. Lord, you are perfect in all you are perfect in Come on, singing everybody. You're perfect in all of your ways to us. Because if you're only perfect, if you only think it's perfect some of the time, you're going to have a kind of faith. Consistent Christians, we have got a consistent faith in a consistent God. God who's good all the time. Woo! Suddenly, Bible says suddenly, verse 26, there's a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Everything is shaken. Immediately, all the doors are opened and all the chains fall off. How many know <laughs> what the Romans feared happened? So they were justified to put a jailer and stocks and all that. They were justified because the, whatever they feared actually happened. Earthquake, boom. Everything is shaken. Everything is crazy. Pandemonium. The jailer wakes up because he's taking a nap because he, he, they're not going anywhere, right? He takes a nap and he wakes up and he's freaking out. The Greeks and the Romans had a belief if you lose prisoners, you're supposed to pay with your life. You're supposed to keep, be killed. So this guy's thinking, okay, if I'm going to be killed, I might as well kill myself. So he's going to kill himself. And as he's, as he's going to kill himself, the next verse, the Bible says, next verse, let's read the next verse. The keeper says, 
waking up from his sleep and seeing all the prisoners, he draws his sword, kills himself. Next verse. But Paul cries out with a loud voice saying, Do yourself no harm. We are all here. Now, I don't understand that part. Do you understand that part? Things are open. No, no, no. Hardened criminals. Maximum security in a jail. Why are they not gone? Why are the prisoners not all gone? I bet you, I can speculate because the Bible is quiet, but I can speculate, but I bet you the prisoners are thinking, oh man, these Christians, they're crazy. Maybe I should stay here. I could go, but I think I feel safer right here with this crazy man. Amen? Then, the, then oh, ne now next, next verse. Paul says, the prisoner guys calls for a light, springs in, he comes trembling, he falls down before Paul and Silas, and he says, brought them out and says to him, I read it, read it to me. No, 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 right there. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Ha! Ladies and gentlemen, the jailer is not attracted to a flashy good Jesus. He's not attracted to a Jesus who gives him miracles and does all these wonderful things. Give, I'm going to bless you. Hey, hey, hey. No! This Jesus is dangerous. Followers of this Jesus are killed. But the jailer says, ah, I want this. We believe, researchers believe that he, only hours later, that jailer was one of the people who flogged Paul and Silas. He had beaten them. He knows what happens to Christians. But yet he says, I want to be saved. I want what you have. Ladies and gentlemen, I see sometimes on TV and I'm flipping TV and people are preaching the craziest things. Come to Jesus. He's going to make you amazing. I'm thinking, no, he doesn't. Come to Jesus. You'll never have problems. Not true. Hey, you're going to be okay. You'll never get sick. Not true. I bet you you're shocked. You're in Sunday and the preacher is telling you, you're going to get sick. You're going to get problems. You will be fired from your jobs. Some of you are thinking, oh my God, you're supposed to tell me I'll never be fired. No, that is a lie. You will experience storms just like everybody else. Christians are not insulated from craziness. Just because you say, Jesus is Lord, that means you'll never be fired. Your business will always work. You're going to be blessed all the time. You will never. That is not true. Look around you. Because sometimes, sometimes we're more married to our belief systems than the truth. The truth stares at you every day. You do get sick. You do fail. You do fall. Christianity does not insulate you from crazy stuff. But Christianity, you know what it does? We face it. Not like them that don't have hope. When you are fired, that's not the end of the world. You can say, thank you. I don't know why I go. You can cry. It's okay to say, we don't know things are really bad. That's okay. But you don't stay there. Because Jesus has you. You don't cry like one without hope. 
We have hope. Some of these pre- preachers, pre- preachers stuff, you can't even preach that in China or India or some of the places where we go where all the Christians are suffering, where all the Christians are in jail. No. Does it only work in America? And I tell them in America, that is not the gospel. We will suffer. Is that, are you depressed? Am I depressing you? Okay, look at your neighbor. Just tell him, it's it's a bad confession. Tell him, neighbor, you will suffer. Oh no, you're like, oh no, why did you do that? You just re-roasted, you just, you're just erasing my faith. No, no, that is the truth. Say, say neighbor, neighbor, it's the truth. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now, now, okay, now encourage the neighbor. Say, neighbor, even still, come on, even still, God is good. Yes, yes, yes. God is good. Because you know why if we tell people, come to Jesus and everything is good, you're never, 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 never going to suffer. Oh, better not. oh, I'm late. You're never going to suffer. And they come to Jesus like that, thinking Jesus insulates you from all the pain. And then they're fired on their job. Do you know what they think? Preacher lied. Jesus is not, Jesus is fake. This, do you know how many millions have fallen away because of this false gospel? He does not. When we got saved, mommy and I and all the family, we suffered still because we didn't have money. And my dad was all over the place and it was crazy. But we looked at each other every day. My mom's favorite verse was, I was young and now I am old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. Because God was faithful. Sometimes all we had was some little water and some bread and whatever. And that's all we had. Some little fuel, two little more, two, three little more days. And the kids ate. Sometimes her and Jalia, you know, didn't eat. Sometimes all the grown-ups didn't eat because the little ones needed to eat for the day. But God provided. And look where we are. God's blessed us so much. And I say that cautiously because it doesn't mean, again... That just because you, you wait until your breakthrough, your breakthrough is coming. Your breakthrough. Sometimes, oh, oh, are you ready for this one? Sometimes the breakthrough doesn't come. Oh, you're like, oh, what, what, come on. No, sometimes you will have a child with a disability for 20 years. Sometimes you will have to get on medications for some blood condition. Sometimes... You don't get this here. But even still. Come on. This is what I'm talking to you today. My bring the word of the Lord today is even still. God's good. Amen. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going too long. I'm going too long. So the, they're loosed and he tells him. He tells him the next verse. He tells him. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And you shall be saved. You and your house. Come on. You and your house. And that man believed Jesus and he also became a wanted man. (laughs) He didn't come to Jesus and say, hey, hallelujah. No, he actually became a, a traitor to Rome by believing Jesus. So, 
Did I depress you? I'm talking to you about how to be a steadfast Christian. If you want to be wish-washy, yeah, 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 you can go. Believe whatever you want to believe. This is the full gospel. Jesus comes to be Lord of our lives, even though we're having peace or turbulence. And I don't care how long the day, there shall night come and midnight will come to each one of us. You will at one time have your midnight. And when your midnight comes, I don't want you thinking, well, how come it's dark? No, I want you to think, uh-huh, this is midnight. Mm, God, I'm going to stand because you're still amazingly good. Amen? We're going to pray. Are you ready? Now, we can close our eyes and I want you to respond to this in this very simple invitation. I'm not going to pray for anybody individually, but here's here. If this morning you're saying, Dennis, it is midnight. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I think, I think my kids are crazy. I think I'm going to lose my job. My business is going under. Um, my marriage is crumbling. I'm failing this exam. I think I'm losing my eyesight. I think I'm losing my memory. I think I have a, a pain that's not going away. I think if that's you and it's midnight, I want you to stand up right now, right there. Stand up. Stand up. Come on. Come on. Stand up. It's okay. A lot of you are going to stand up. So don't feel like you're by yourself. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. It's midnight. It's midnight. Stand up. Stand up. We're going to pray. I'm not going to call you up so you can stand up. Feel, feel safe. It's midnight. In one area of your life or other. Your job, your health, your relationships, your money. It's crazy. Something, it, the clouds are dark. Now put your hand on your belly like this. The Bible says, out of your belly shall flow forth rivers of life-giving water. Let me pray for you right now. Pray for us right now. Thank you, Jesus. For midnight, this crazy, confusing, troubling midnight hour. I thank you because you're faithful. Actually, you guys pray with me. Say, Jesus. Come on, play with your, with your, open your mouth and say, Jesus. Thank you that you know where I am. That's important. Just again, pray it again. Say, thank you, Lord, that you know exactly where I am right now at this midnight hour. I praise you. I praise you. I hear the song of faith and I sing the song of faith. I praise you and I declare right now that you are good you are good in Jesus name bless the Lord oh my soul oh my soul worship his holy come on sing it sing it sing like never before Yes, 
Sing, everybody sing it. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Thank you. Worship his holy name. Sing like never before. Sing like never before. Oh my soul. Come on. Lord, I worship your Okay, now. Okay, I know I'm going late, but you're going to prophesy to your soul. You're going to speak to your soul. I don't want you freaking out, soul. I don't want you fretting, soul. I don't want you doubting God, you soul. You will bless God. Amen? Amen? Come on, come on. I want us to come. I want you to actually take a stance. Take a fighting stance. Because you're going to contend for your miracle. For your breakthrough. Breakthrough is not like... Okay, yeah, God's going to fix you. No, no, no. Breakthrough means I'm going to overcome this crazy anxiety to, Lord, I, Lord please, I'm not going to freak out anymore. My soul shall bless God. Come on, can you sing it? Sing it, sing it prophetically. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Come on, sing. Oh, oh my soul. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0312-281-555.